Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. <gasps> Are y'all ready for part duh? Dun, 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 dun. Give me more. <laughs> This is like the second time you have sex with somebody in the same night. It's not as hot, but you just need to kind of complete something. Complete the circle of like. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You you kind of like you're still hungry and you just it's like. You you don't want to go back for a second dessert. You're still a little hungry, mm-hmm. but you really you you have to do it. Or you're feeling that sadness inside, still, and you still haven't fucked it out of you. Oh wait, no, I'm feeling that, I'm feeling that hard too. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been red. And <laughs> Love me. I was talking about me. Boodle thought I was Love talking about him. You guys, this, this is the only way I can feel the something. The only way. This is our second edition, our second, second part, part of our doozy part. Uh, 90 day gay crossover. 90, no, 90, 90 day crappins. 90 crappins. Our crass. <laughs> our crap over. <laughs> our crap over. Oh, I like that. I like you that. Our crap over with yeah, crappins. It's a crap over with Watch What Crappins with Ronnie and Ben. They do Housewives. Um, their shows Watch, watch and What And Bravo. Crappin. And Oprah. They do shows. all of Bravo. If, again. And we, they're branching out into stuff like My Octopus Teacher, <laughs> which I watched and cried my eyes out. Oh, they're doing a lot of different kind of stuff. They're inspiring. Um, and so, you guys, be sure to listen. If you're a Housewives fan, as we said in the first part, Give them a listen. Subscribe to them. They're hilarious. Um, we had a ball doing this. If you're if you're watching, if you're listening to this, and you're like, wait, I'm a Patreon member, and I sure wish I could see this. Then poodle, what can people do? Go on the goddamn Gatreon. It's right there, <laughs> and it's what poodle. It's for everybody. Now it's a video. It's a video. Yeah, it's a video of us doing this. We recorded this on YouTube. Sorry, like, YouTube I just like, assume everyone's seen videos I mean, of me. <laughs> I just gave you the fucking layup. I mean, I dribbled, dribbled, and just handed it up, and you went, "What?" When someone says, uh, "Tell them about your videos," I usually refer them to Grinder. <laughs> yeah, Piano Cat seventy seven has a private link. <laughs> It's not even called Bitly. Got to go into Bitcoin. Yeah, it's gotta, called. Got to get. You got to pay one Bitcoin to get that. Y'all, if Jake sends you a, a link and instead of Bitly, if it says Raleigh, <laughs> then that means it's porn. <laughs> Raleigh. <laughs> Raleigh. Is that what they say? Bitly. Bitly. I thought yeah. it was a tiny URL. But I think there's both. They both do the same thing. Okay. They're just two different companies. No one gives a shit. No one gives Roll a shit. Roll tape. All right. Here's part two. <laughs> Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. Be 
they French or Chinese, a brand new K-1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. <laughs> it's 90-day gate. Let's love. <laughs> this movie was this movie was bonkers. It was <laughs> it was fun. It was watchable. I, I, it was watchable. I, I'm I, going to watch it again. That's, that's <laughs> I was fine with it. I kind of wanted because I was watching it in, in earnestness to like talk about it. This totally is a, I'm going to just make like a huge vodka tonic and watch this movie. Yeah. And yet. I think I was confused by just so many of the tropes that, yes. that were there. And then the ones that weren't. And Bro, it, what are you talking about? Cut to was... a map going from here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by the way, they're supposed to be in Chicago. They're supposed to be like yeah. in de- Metro Chicago. <laughs> and it was only a map of like six blocks. It wasn't even like New York to San Francisco. It was just like in the other neighborhood. Why did they need yeah. to like have an animation sequence to because show that's that the way that's that happening in another part yeah, of the producer was the world. like, how do we know it's Chicago? We got to tell these kids it's Chicago. <laughs> It's the, the Windy City. Morty, <laughs> get that map we have. Get it. So now we go to the hot guy highlights. Um, what was his name? In the, oh, Jax. Jackson. 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 <laughs> so he shows up. So he is like, he's walking up with some girl to like a doorway. I'm like, oh, okay. We've got another person here. He's from the, the, the poster. So I know that like, okay, he's going to be important. <laughs> so he looks really shy at first. And I thought his accent was British at first. So I'm like, oh, he's a shy British man who's being brought to, you know, Christmas. And there's this girl who's like, oh my God, like you're here for Christmas. Da, da, da. This is my boyfriend. He's like, boyfriend. And then like the mom and the dad are like really like, like on top of him and like showing photos, like, oh, this is a photo of when she got her first period. We're in an edgy movie, guys. <laughs> Bad Moms Part Two. This is Bad Moms Part Two. The first 10 minutes were like sensory overload for me. Like, I had a, it was like things were being thrown at your face so quickly. It was it problematic. Was, it was like a, a movie version of when I once hooked up with that guy at Akbar and he was like completely ate my face and I took him home and then I found out he had brought his overnight bag on the first hookup <laughs> in my bathroom. Well, and you're Jay- dating the go-go boys. You yeah, can't, he was going to work. It's like getting mad that a doctor woke up next to you in scrubs. I, yeah, it's it's true. I knew some yoga teacher. He, and I, I knew and it I, was bad the morning after we were laying in bed. He's like, I can't wait for us to do yoga together. And oh. Jake, and Jake and I were roommates at the time, and I walked out of the hallway no, like this. And Jake is holding the bag in his hand, and he looks at me and says, "This has to stop." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "He brought, he brought his, he brought his electric toothbrush." But that is kind of like I feel like this guy was part of that thing where it's like, "Go hard, go quick, go now." Is this family? Um, so even it got really edgy too when um, they later have sex. Uh, highlights has yeah. Sex has sex with Carly. That's her name. And he doesn't Carly. want to, but you know, oh, he's a man. And if it just feels good, we forget our inhibitions and just, we got to have sex. <laughs> so they fuck and they're later kind of giving gifts and he doesn't get her a gift. And the line was again, bad moms too. I'm going to use that Ben. Uh, she's like, wait a minute. He just came in my mouth. He just came in my mouth. <laughs> and I went, yeah. I was like, that was a lot for me. I was like, I was like, okay. I mean, but like I would have liked it if maybe the whole movie was like that, but it wasn't yeah. like that. It was just like the strange tonal like it was ah. the, the tonal issues, yeah. And what was weird too is that at this point he was like this very polite guy who was kind of like, "Whoa, well, I'm a, I'm just like a normal guy in a crazy world." And that's like the last time he's like that because then from then that be, point yep. on he's like a dick. The rest he's of the time like he's dick. like, "Well, look at you, lady in the." In the- <laughs> the supermarket you want to well you're crazy you're a hey let's have let's fuck let's be let's 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 go to new year's leave and you're skanky and i can say that because it's fun like what? you're not you're not even that hard of a sheila yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like so nice to meet an ugly girl i can be myself around with. <laughs> oh, i was like wait you deserve that other carly girl and why weren't you with her like <laughs> oh my god yeah i wanted i was feeling old because i was like you know i really would have liked to watch this with my nieces like i was really <laughs> like you came in my mouth you can't give me a present and then he tries to pay her off he's like well i've got 20 bucks and she's like 80 yeah she's that, like what am i a prostitute it was, was like, such a like who is this movie for 
Like, is it for like, because like any people who love these movies, they'd probably be like me going, come in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> like in the beginning. I know. But, like, but then it like goes sort of in a sweet way. And then, yeah. and then I wrote down a note. Did someone say this? I think he said it, right? Chicks go mantles on the holidays, right? Or something like that. <laughs> yes. Like, wow. I think his friend said that to him later. Oh, yeah. but like, he agreed with it. For Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's burning her in her, her childhood room. Then back at Sloane's house, she's sitting at the kids' table. She's like, I prefer the single table. <laughs> and, uh, her, even the kid is on her ass about being with someone. And she's like, so, Aunt Sloane, why didn't you call Rodney the Clown? Mm-hmm. And she's like, why don't you call Rodney the Clown? She's like, I have a boyfriend already, and I share his juice box. And so she's like, oh, fuck you. He's going to be sharing that juice box with some Starbucks barista named Rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> right. She, you know, and you know, the writer of that movie spent so much time actually knowing how she wanted that line to be done. It's true. Yeah, <laughs> Just true. practicing it. With the yeah. little girl. And so then, um, so Sloan has this like younger brother who's kind of like just a douchebag, yeah. actually. Like yeah. he has nothing. All the nothing men in this movie him. are awful. He's a <laughs> guy, he, guy, he like, would be a guy on women behaving like, badly. Yeah. He's like, um, he's just like someone I he who. Was so- and he was like, at the gym. I thought he was that's, so sweet and like committing to people. I'm that's why you have relationship why. problems. <laughs> <laughs> but then he's like, he, so he has this girlfriend named Liz and he proposes to her. And I'm like, at, at the time, I'm like, okay, cool. But as the movie goes on, I'm like, why are these two even in a relationship? Yeah. They do not match each other at all in any sort of way. Well, that's why it was funny because they had only known each other for three months and six months. days. Uh, but they know nothing about each other. <laughs> I think. Like I think. The, oh, I didn't even realize that it was like the running joke. I yeah. thought it was just like bad writing. I don't no, think the they, brother they was don't know there each other the whole time. The I don't think the brother was there for any reason, but yet to be his golf student, so they would slightly like, know each other. That was, was like the only almost, reason the brother was there. Almost yeah. a complication, but it wasn't a complication. Yeah. He didn't read anything. <laughs> You're so right, Ben. You really you realize they, they like they 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 they're kind of like my um like my aunt Darla. They walk right up to conflict, and then when they see it, they're like, "Nope, can't do it. I'm out." <laughs> it was a Darla. It was a, that was definitely. It's like we've got MacGuffins, and now we have Darla. Dar- and Darla, Darla Jean, Yeah. <laughs> That's an Aunt Darla. That's an Aunt Darla. Because it was like, oh, no, they know each other. Now they're going to be entangled in ways they can't imagine. Oh, no, it's pretty much Mm -hmm. the same. And it doesn't matter because all the family shows up at every holiday anyway. It's just fine, Tim. It's fine, Tim. Get my purse. We're leaving. I feel like it was White Self who did that. I think he was like, you know what we need in this film? A Darla. (laughs) (laughs) Make the off students. So so now it's like after this horrific Christmas and um the Jackson is at a store. He's at he's at the mall at the department he's at the store. Mall. Great and Merrill, he's, um, he's he's basically returning the khakis for to get money off of him. And he wants for I guess he wants his forty dollars back or his eighty dollars yeah. back. Eighty dollars only occurred to me right now. So um uh he's like, oh, I'd like to return some khakis, please. And, and then like Sloan's behind him being like uh, hurry <laughs> up. Some of us have a job, okay? Yeah, Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> okay, that's, that's my something. Again, I don't know how this, this woman it's is. It's a 30-year-old reference. <laughs> who, that, yeah. yeah, who wrote this? But it's not just that. First of all, Crocodile Dundee. Later on, we're going to get a Matt Lauer tattoo, and then we're also going to get Steve Urkel. Like, someone is really upset hey. that 1992 is gone. <laughs> <laughs> really upset because that's and actually the tattoo comes she's like oh, and they start to fight about who's returning really? what and, and then also, there's like what a fucking bitch at this if you were if yeah. you're at a store and someone's like who's hurry screaming? up and someone have a job crocodile done you'd be like shut the fuck like who the yeah, fuck are you rude. i'm trying to get my money i'm here for the same reason you are no one pretty- oh go ahead honey no one except a monster attacks strangers yeah. In a line. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You do what what you're supposed to do, which is you cross your arms and you go, <sighs> that's what Jake does. <sighs> Come on. What you waiting for? Yeah. And you, you tap your foot a little bit and you yeah. just like yeah. wipe your phone loudly. You know, like when you have your phone and you're like. Yeah. Or I maybe have, you have a. I have heard Jake turn to someone and yeah, say, how long have you been waiting? Very loudly. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, it. How long have you been waiting here? I was yeah, talking to my mother. I'll be there as soon as I'm done. This line's just taking forever. I know. Just, <laughs> so, 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 they're just not prepared. 
Okay. But I'm a, I'm a total phony because I get so mad in the line and then I hate everybody in the line, like resent them for having too many things in their cart or taking too long. And then I get up to the front and I'm like, hi, how are Hi, you? Thank, you. Thank, you. Thank you for Appreciate your help. I I'd be like, I was in a hurry. And Darla and I are a lot alike. But also, I think this was written to, it was written by someone who's never really been poor about poor, like what they think poor people are like, mm. because the house, <laughs> like the mama's family house, I'm like, I'm sure you guys, it's like the tiniest house they could get where they have to get a leaf for the table. And then they have this where they're like fighting over there, like she's fighting over $2 for jogging pants that she didn't like her sister <laughs> or pajama pants. And he's like, I really need that money for the cookies. Like, oh, she's God. like, how do poor people behave? <laughs> I know. What, what, like a golf what does a poor person give another poor person for Christmas? Also, what professional golfer returns khakis? He's like, he should be like, yeah. sweet. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so she moves her way up to the front of the line because she's like a different kind of romantic movie. Yeah. That part's <laughs> tapping to her power. Yeah, yeah. So she moves up and uh, she's like, I have a quick return. PJs in the size of a lumberjack. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> they're like she's filled with rage. Filled. She, she's a very angry person with a yeah. remarkably wonderfully decorated apartment. So yeah, she's beautiful. Yeah. We're gonna talk she's, about that apartment. Yeah, yeah we are like, gonna it's like a monster, but then she shops at anthropology, and you're like, yeah. what? <laughs> well, that tracks. So, uh, so basically, yeah. So she can, she can only get five dollars from her exchange because uh, her sister gave her pants from like two seasons ago, which I thought was yeah. actually pretty funny. Yeah. Um, and so they like do this whole negotiation with the girl behind them, and they get like money out of it. But also, like the girl gives them like a two for one pretzel coupon at like Wetzel's Pretzels, <laughs> which then I guess is is actually important because it means that these two like our leads have a scene together because they have to yeah. go get their pretzel. <laughs> By the way, I just the weirdest, weirdest concept I've ever heard. I was just looking on my phone because I went, I wonder what the uh, Princess Leia, like nerd girl with the Matt Lauer tattoo's name was. And it was Annie. That was her character's mm -hmm. name, Annie. Oh, okay. So uh, even that's not a normal name, too. Yes, who Annie is. Poor, the orphan. <laughs> oh my God! All her money, she spent all her money on a Matt Lauer tattoo. Oh, oh, actual Annie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is the, this is like the this is what happens to Annie. She Again. winds up getting a Matt Lauer tattoo. <laughs> it's it, there was also just the idea of having that. You here's a two for one pretzel, and normally you won't meet a you don't meet a stranger and say, "Do you want to go too?" It's yeah, just it, like take this. <laughs> it seems yeah, it seems really strange. Here, you'll you'll use this because I don't know you and I don't want to spend time with you. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. get fucking two pretzels. I'm gonna get the regular pretzel with the cheese sauce, and then I'm gonna get the cinnamon <laughs> sugar one with the for for dessert. Yeah, Fuck you, I'm I alone. Think are, I think those are upsells. I, I'm I'm <laughs> betting you that that is like a you buy one kind of pretzel and you get another. You can't just be like, oh, I want the two dollar and sixty pretzel and the three dollar fifteen pretzel. That's yeah, I, I just think it's That's it. I think it's strange that they already were so content. Like she was already such an asshole to him, and then he was kind of a dick to her. It's weird that then they were like, "Okay, let's walk together." Can we, can we go to walk the pretzel shop? Which, for all we know, could have been across the mall. You know, yeah. like in yeah, the big like, mall. They were bonded yeah. at this point because they were both complaining about their Christmases or their whatever it was. It was Christmas, right? Well, so they were was, yeah, Christmas. So they were complaining about their Christmases and how horrible everybody. You know, they were bonding over negativity, which I I found very realistic. And so they okay. went to get their little pretzel thing, and then um, they keep bitching about all the stupid people in line and mm -hmm. everybody's stupid. My family sucks. And then they're like, "Hey, we should date." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like. There's like this weird like badinage about like her Urkel impersonation because she's like <laughs> he's like he shames her for eating pretzels. I don't even remember why, but he's like shaming her, and then he he says this the is junk a quote, food, right? Yeah, he goes he goes. Oh, I bought you a free pretzel, so you owe me an Urkel. I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't know you any Urkel impersonation. Know you anything? It was the that was one of the strangest pieces of dialogue in the movie. Uh, <laughs> really I owe funny. you an Urkel. Yeah. yeah, well, when she Urkel. came out with her fascination about her Urkel, she's like, yeah, I had a thing for Urkel. I spent months learning how to throw my voice like Urkel. So then he makes her do Urkel, and I was like, who? 
Who fucking <laughs> terrible. I feel bad for it's people terrible. walking by you overhearing your conversation. Because I guess she had a she had a ventrilo because again, y'all, again, Zack Snyder romantic comedies. She has a ventriloquist doll named Lester that she did the Steve Urkel voice. But do you see how <laughs> we we have to do we have to go through all of this just to find that out? Just to find <laughs> that out. But it works though, because once they both decide to have holidays, because Jackson says, quote, Human beings don't need to be alone on the holidays because that's you're, a he says it like it's a fact. You're you're forgetting also the whole reason why holiday came up is they saw she saw uh the black Santa. guy who was Kristen Jenner with uh, the Santa, Black Santa. Oh yeah. And and mm. she had this look of horror on her face, like, will the black Santa know me? Oh yeah, and he was like she was like, how do you know the Santa Claus? And she's like, oh, that was my aunt's holiday. And she's like, he's like, holiday, eh? And then, like, that's when she's saying holiday. Are you saying holiday or holiday? Because holiday is pretty good. It's at the end of that because yeah. it sounds like you're saying holiday and putting <laughs> them together. <laughs> and, he, and so he starts saying this thing. He's like, well, you know what? Oh, I need a holiday because I'm done casually dating on the holidays. It's too much pressure. It's ridiculous. I'm like, well, then don't casually date on the holidays. I'm like, stay home and jerk off. Yeah. How many people casually date on the holidays? Go to Memorial Day alone. I have never done that. And I have one friend who freaks out every time it's Christmas or any holiday. She's like, oh my God, I'm alone. Ah!" I'm like, this is the best time of the year to be alone. Like, if there's ever a time to realize what a pleasure it is being alone, it's a holiday. Seeing everybody else suck. And like, you've been (laughs) up with him for how many years? Like, you see that you see the deterioration of this shit every year. I mean, I just feel better about it every year. And why does it like, why is he so scared of like, if he casually dates someone and then they think that it's much more committed than it is like, why is he afraid of that? I think there was a scene in a car in the car later, which we'll get to where he tries to explain it, but I don't feel like it really addresses the issue here. Like it's like weird psychology going on with these characters. Horrible psychology. There there seems like there are things there were, there were a lot of, scenes that were cut to make this movie an hour say, and 45 minutes. <laughs> I was going to say, there are so many, you guys, when this gets released on a DVD at Blockbuster, because oh that's what no. the guy was imagining when he wrote it, because it was the wrong time period. Uh, there's going to be so many deleted scenes. Yeah. Because it's like, if you're afraid of commitment, if you're afraid of being like overly committed, you're afraid of commitment and you're afraid that the holidays are going to cause that to happen. Yes. Why are you also interested in casually dating during the holidays? Yes. Why is that so important that you casually date during the holidays? Yes. Right? Like, I think if you're afraid of commitment, you just avoid it all together and go out with like your other single bros that yes. are in the same boat. I just We're realized living. this is the movie that you, when you do rent at Blockbuster, it's not, it's so not good enough. It's the, it's because to market it, they'll give you a box of chocolate when you rent it. <laughs> yes. That's enough for me. That's a good point. I think where, and, and to have a holiday, to make the, uh, assumption of a holiday means that you basically said, I'm not going to, I'm not really going to date. Um, I'm just going to give up hope I'm for any serious up. relationship. Yes. I'm closing yeah. up my life. Yeah, That's yeah. it for me. A long, dark hallway. <laughs> yeah. And, and how, if you are a casual dater, like if you're someone who, who casually dates enough that you actually casual date on something like Christmas, what are you doing in between those holidays? Are you casually yes. dating? And then you tell someone, I can't go, I can't spend St. Patrick's Day with you because I have a platonic date that I see. A platonic on date that I see on every holiday. And someone goes, <laughs> What the fuck is that? <laughs> and then the casual What's date. What's wrong is over. with you? Are you yeah. just sad? I just don't get the whole idea because I brought somebody home one time just for fun. It wasn't even I wasn't even serious. It was just like some casual, like a casual thing. They still will ask. You know, it's like, oh, oh yeah. that guy. Remember mm-hmm. that guy? I was like, I was 20. Yeah. <laughs> like, are we still ask about like, oh, he's dead way. now. <laughs> he's in prison, mom. He did coke off some guy's dick. <laughs> so either way, he basically is like, let's be holidays for New Year's Eve. And he's like, there'll be no expectations because honestly, I don't even find you that attractive. <laughs> <laughs> And he said, you're not, not saying you're not attractive. I just don't find you attractive. It was, and the tone of that was so weird. And it was like a weird, he, he said it wrong and he said it weirdly. And she kind of oh, went, You didn't believe it, obviously. Don't yeah. you remember the scene in Sprouts? You didn't believe yeah, it. There was a scene in Sprouts. Ryan Gosling, we're getting to you. We're getting they to you. They name checked Ryan so Gosling gets, like 11 times in this movie. <laughs> I know. And so then he's like, he's like, All right, well, let me give you my information. 
on a business card. And I was like, oh, this is from 1991. Yes, I'm telling you. And so then which information by bumping our fists together with our phones open. <laughs> um, you guys, my dad, is, that just reminded me, he is so scared that he thinks that if you bump your phones together just accidentally, it automatically will share your data because well, of that. Your father, it tell your father to stop watching Real Housewives of Dallas because that's where he got that idea. That probably because he always your phone. He's like, man, watch your phone. Don't let it touch my phone. I don't want your shit. I'm like, <laughs> anyway, it's uh, but you know what? I will say maybe one of my favorite lines in the movie. You had me at Lester. <laughs> That was the whole point of that ventriloquist dummy, y'all, was just so they could say they they really more. I think they took so many different scenes from movies and they're like, how can we make this fantastic line or this fantastic scene in one of these great, pivotal, momentous movies and make it better? Yeah, Yeah. you had me at at Lester. I think too. What if? What if? What if that whole like throwing the voice thing was just because Emma Roberts had special skills on her resume that said throwing voice, <laughs> and she'd You're never like, been well, able to use it, and that was one of her soul throwing voice and tap dancing. Yeah, and she's like Ryan Murphy never lets me do this. Yeah, I'm upset. Please, please let me include this in the movie. Like, sure, you can have a scene with Francis Fisher where you talk about your father. Oh, she's like who? One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals. You know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes! Our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a -a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Songfinch song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if 
every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale. That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Okay, so uh, <laughs> they decide that they're going to be holidays because he has tickets to some party. She's like, oh my God, that's such a fun party. That's but, the best party. Yeah, another thing single people never say. And like, guess oh what? God, thank God, a date. That's the coolest date party ever. Her family's going. <laughs> Like her family had connects, but she didn't. Yeah. Like everyone else, like even her frumpy sister, like her aunt Susan, got into this party, but she's like, "Oh God, you got a ticket to that party!" <laughs> and by the way, I do not believe for one moment that Sloane's character would ever want to go to that party. Never, like never, never. No, she never. doesn't. Okay, a- so uh, now Sloane is working at home in her pajamas, which her mother hates, and she's mm-hmm. like, "Honey, can't you just hold on and I stop?" <laughs> Um, so she's trying to uh, hook her up with her new neighbor, Farouk. And yeah. she's like, he's single and free on New Year's. And she just hangs up on her mom. Can well, I just I, say, but, I was honestly worried that he was going to have a really bad Indian or Middle Eastern accent. <laughs> well, yeah, I was, was problematic. I was honestly worried. Know, this is definitely one where you didn't know if it was going to be problematic, for yeah. sure. No. Yeah. I, I thought was, I was like... <laughs> but also, there was, there was something kind of like slightly problematic in that like it almost felt like the fact that his name was Farouk was the punchline like yeah. oh god someone named Farouk and you know I was like mm, that's and the way mom that. was saying yes this very exotic doctor Farouk yes way, who knows what he's going to bad. share with me yeah he's a doctor next door I, I was like great I just want to back up and say yes um uh, racism is important but something that really offended me is this is the worst office banter on the phone I've ever heard it because I've worked a cubicle job for 17 years when she's just literally someone said what do we write for Sloan being on an office and they said just have her say we're right on target for Q3 that was like <laughs> the most lame office dialogue fucking ever can you refill my stapler Paul <laughs> exactly that would have been more anyway right on target that like for Q3. that's all I wanted to like say I'm fine I just had to get banter. that out that's someone what, googled what but the, what the screenwriter, who's who's not a, obviously a rich person, I think you're right, Ben. I think she's do. rich. She yes. googled. She googled. What do office people say? <laughs> yeah, and that came up. It's, well, yeah, I it's, don't know some. I don't know anybody who gets mad at their mother for trying to set them up with a hot doctor. Anyway, I mean, he's, he's hot. hot. He's he like hot. hot. He's, he's the hot doctor next door, and she's like, "Gross." I guess I'll look at the golf guys. It's actually nice. Where the guy she's in love with is horrible. Yeah, all tried that. to fix me up with some guy, and we met at her restaurant when she had a restaurant. And we're drinking these gigantic martinis because it's a carom restaurant, so they're this big. And the guy <laughs> comes in, and he was fine, but there was something like kind of skittish. And he went to the bathroom. And I said, "Mom, he seems kind of like shaky and skittish." She goes, "Oh, he just got out of rehab. <gasps> uh, he's like he had severe <laughs> severe drug issues, um, but you know he's working through it, and he's he's getting." And I was like. We're drinking the huge martinis. Like, what? This is. This he is just got on the wagon. <laughs> he got off the wagon for you, honey, honey, honey. The martinis gonna lo- loosen him up. It's fine. <laughs> this is your idea of a setup: having martinis with someone who just got out of rehab <laughs> and has the shakes. I was like, mother. <laughs> I will take the hot doctor. Okay. So then we go over to Jackson. He's hanging out with his buddy. Is his name Tom? The 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 buddy. Tom. The Vine guy. The Vine yeah. guy's named Tom. And so Tom's like looking through like a Tinder type thing. And he's like, look at this girl. Look at this girl. Look at this girl. And he's like, oh, I don't need a real girl because I'm emotionally closed off as all golfers are. I need a holiday. I need a holiday. You know what I need? A pair of cockies. God, I wish I could find a pair of cockies. <laughs> cockies. You know what I need? I don't need a real girl. What I need is a very, very attractive woman that I can hang out with on a regular basis and <laughs> potentially develop feelings for, but I won't say that part. Because they're both two beautiful people. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely yeah. irresponsible. They are. <laughs> they are. 
Um, so then, next, they, oh, sorry, Matt. You no, speak. I was gonna say I, I was actually. Isn't that is that when Sloan calls him? Yeah, um, I told yeah, you to text them. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, sweet text, don't call." And his friend is like, "Is what? Is that a ho- what's a holiday? Is that an app? <laughs> <laughs> is that a meme?" He was so, funny. I'll give it to him. He was. Yeah, he was. He just he, he had, had some he really shitty dialogue, though. Whew. Yeah, he did. So then, so now Jackson and Sloan go to this like New Year's Eve party, which is like again also like a party that's like, I guess it's like has has. Has anyone involved in this movie ever been to a New Year's Eve party? Like, what was this? Like, this abandoned theater or something like that? Like, it was huge. It was like a like a club, but it wasn't really a club. It yeah, like it was like theater. a movie club. Yeah. It also was way too spacious. Because if you yeah. go to those, I went to one one time with our old roommate, Lindsay. We went to, uh, it was on, is it on Kawanga? It's basically like one of those like on Hollywood Boulevards. And it used to be, it's, I think Playhouse it is La Brea. It's like, whatever. And it is one of those like concert venues. It was on New Year's Eve. It's so packed. And it just smells like swass and yeah. drunk people. And beer. And everyone's sweaty and gross. This is not a New Sounds Year's Eve hot. party. <laughs> it just did not look, it was just like, it did not look or feel like a real party. It looked like the sort of thing that like, um, there's like a shootout in in an action movie, you know? Yes. Yes. <laughs> like a uh, Japanese Yakuza uh, yeah. boss is in the back with like it an was opium like, bin. Like, <laughs> it was really like the scene from Black Panther and like Macau. I was just <laughs> thinking that. Yeah, I was just thinking that. <laughs> so, um, so then they're like making fun of people, which I appreciated. And then um, he's like, that's time for more like romantic banter or like anti-romantic banter. Because he's yes. like, it's, you it's your tits look exceptional. Oh, I, I love the way it hugs your ass too. Isn't this amazing? Because we're clearly not going to date each other, so I can say whatever I want. Yeah, he's like, thank yeah. God I can say whatever I want because you've got a face like a horse. And- <laughs> exactly. And she's like, yeah, and I can dress sexy without being slut shamed. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because this is the way. Those her two... super slutty dress. By- what was that? Was that a slutty dress? No, <laughs> like, no. Not at all. Dress. It was a very pretty black dress. She, she, like costume, I, I say costume. Like There's a, there was a costume that she was wearing at Fourth of July where her ass was out. Now that was kind of slutty, but that's oh, okay. God. Oh yeah. God! But also, like, isn't like it's like okay. Like I get you guys are holidays. I get it. I get it. But like, why do you have to be dicks to each other? <laughs> like, aren't you yeah. supposed to like enjoy each other's company? Yeah, like have a good conversation. And again, it was this very much again the one upping. And of the dialogue, because again, you're thinking, whoa, they're talking about tits. They're talking about curves. I need to hide my child's eyes. Oh, just wait till Aunt Susan comes and she starts talking about her clitoris. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, and, oh, go ahead. No, I just want to say Aunt Susan brings over. She's like, look at this art student. And I'm like, I'm glad we know it's an art student because he's wearing a motherfucking beret. <laughs> I know. I, was like- I didn't know. I noticed that too. I was like, "Thanks for telegraphing." That. Maybe, maybe you should have had the his like painter's palette as well. <laughs> Morty, Morty, go get that beret. There. I think it's in the back of my station wagon, Morty. And he should have, he should have like uh, spoken like Pepe Le Pew French at her yeah. or something. So stupid. Yeah, so yeah. They see her over there because she's flirting with beret guy, and he's like, "Now look at her. She's a divorcee, probably into bondage. What a crazy lady!" She's like, "That's my aunt." So over <laughs> with the uh, the artist guy, and she's That's like, "I was aunt. a new model. Like I know him because I was a new model over there. Oh my god, he made me the most beautiful clay clit, like a butterfly." <laughs> She's like, uh, and we're all like, uh, and your teenage daughter who's watching it with you is like, why am I watching this? Yeah, <laughs> so, um, so now it's like, then when it's like later in the party, and they're talking, they're in like a banquet, and they're talking about like, they're talking about like a movie or something like that. They're just like, y- they're, yapping along. Oh, and then at one point, they're talking about a romantic movie, and she's like, that was just cockamamie because they were <laughs> yeah. like, we know Which they're be together because they're in the poster together, so we know they end up together. And I'm like, romantic movies, am I right? Barb. And it's important that you take note of the fact that she said cockamamie because <gasps> we actually have a very – there's a callback. There's a callback. Cockamamie. <laughs> Who says that word anymore? Cockamamie. Cockamamie. <laughs> note, when you're writing a really shitty romantic comedy, don't have a scene where actors talk about 
good romantic comedies that they didn't think were good. Because it's just going to remind us that we're yes. sad that we we're can't like, oh, watch. You're like, I'm sitting there going, why can't I just watch Harry and Sally for the first time again? Please. And it's, like, it's also like the self-referential, you know, banter about the genre that you're watching. Yeah. It's icky. What sort of played out in 1999 with Scream? So, or it's 97. So, like, like it's like, oh, this is so fresh they're making self-referential jokes about rom-com she really loves romantic movies though ben because jackson out of nowhere suddenly becomes somewhat smart and just says to her out of the blue who ruined these movies for you (laughs) what sort of cockamamie is this oh god i just said it (laughs) oh my god i just realized cockamamie has the word cocky in it I'll be right back. Need to go find some cockies. So she's like, okay, I've had a couple of drinks. So I'm going to open my heart right now. Balls down. And so she tells him about the ex that broke her heart. He was Luke. smart. He was cute. He was French. She had tiny little John Lennon glasses. He ran marathons. This girl would never date that guy. Never. <laughs> I totally never. agree. Right? Like this no. girl did not. She would mock him and try to run him over on accident in her car. Yes. Know? Yeah. And what happened with Luke? What did she say happened with Luke? Uh, Why did he, that uh, he went and fucked Rainbow the barista. He texted photos right. of his cock Rainbow. to a barista, and I was like, cock. Just hearing the word cock in a, in a romantic comedy in, in this setting, I was just like, cock. <laughs> I, I bet dildo hits you in the face. <laughs> so uh then she goes to the bathroom and there's a girl who's got red wine spilled all over her white dress and she's like oh my god he was like gonna propose tonight and now i'm just <laughs> a stained shirt oh my god and it's like not a red wine it's like a full-on she was stabbed <laughs> earlier <laughs> that, it, like that is not a like <laughs> red wine is not actual blood color it was like it's, this crazy blood that was awful that was truly a terrible effect yeah, it was. And, and Morty, no, Morty, get and, that extra blood. It's in the back of the van. White Zell said to do it. And for no reason, by the way, because it literally had no bearing on anything that happened in the movie. Nothing. I, I was, I was, I couldn't figure but that no, out. But no, it showed that she's nice. Yeah, it, it shows that she's nice because she traded her pretty black quote unquote slut dress. Which is not again. We used to sell them at Casual Corner, anyway. But she's traded her miserable person, a black <laughs> dress for her white. So that makes her a good person. But also, that yeah. she doesn't care. She's like, whatever. I'm like carefree. I have fun. I've got a big. I'm wearing someone else's blood on me. Yeah, it showed that, it showed that she was like changing because she opened up. She put her walls down for the guy. Then she did a good deed for somebody else, and then she was even willing to dance in public to the. And she and they song, and they did so. bubbles. They did bubbles. Yeah, she was yeah. like changing and becoming happier again and more carefree. And then it all went to shit when she tried to do the dirty dancing lift and he dropped her. I want to say that's harder. Doing a lift like that is harder. Someone just doesn't jump and you catch them. Like there is a technique for that. You know what there is. When I was a mascot in high school, I had to lift up cheerleaders and it was, it did not go well. I I can't Mm. take another mascot story. I'm just (laughs) saying, I was a very good mascot. I was a great mascot, (laughs) but I'm just saying it was hard. So so he so so she's so they queue up for this lift and she runs and I figure okay this is where like the fact that she's in this bloody dress is gonna have some impact on something, but they do the lift and he lifts her up and it's great and then like her dress like rips. falls off yeah you hear it go yeah, yeah. I guess the whole thing is because it wasn't her size but they didn't really set that up or something she, but then all the they could have said it's just like he was like you look nice she's like eh, it's a little tight that's all we had to say. Yeah, or she should have been like, uh, uh, or doing yeah. this, but like nothing. There was just like, it just falls off for no yeah, good reason. It wasn't set up at all. It was. And then, it, and then like, and then like when it falls off, he's like, oh no, I'm suddenly weak. And he drops her. And then it's like, ah, but then in the next scene, the dress is back on again and there's like a strap. And I'm like, <laughs> so there were straps there. So why did it fall forward? Like, do you yeah. not know how to put on your strap dress? You cannot yeah. fool gay men. We know about fe- uh, apparel. Yeah, we know about physics. We were all like, that dress dress was fine the entire time. Liars. Um, And also, now she's all upset because her dress is like she showed her boobs on a New Year. Who this girl would not care. She'd be like, if I look like that, I'd be showing my tits everywhere. Hey, Uh, yes, I would be naked right now. (laughs) My tits. 
Yeah. Hey, everybody. I'm, but you know what? It was good for them, again, to reference maybe one of, if not the best romantic comedies of all time to remind us that we're not watching Dirty Dancing because they got to say. That's not a romantic comedy. Baby, Dirty Dancing is a romantic comedy. It is. No, well, it's not. Uh, no. I mean, there's some uh, like bad parts, but yeah, it's a romantic. It's, it's a romantic, romantic comedy. Drama. It's a movie with social messages, and I know this because I just watched two nights ago a behind the scenes on the making of Dirty Dancing. Oh and wow! So, Whoa! It's all about social yes. medias and cl- social messages in class. That's what there's I thought a, it was about. But I think there's like it's... a special, there's a thing on on Netflix that's like behind the scenes on movies, and they had one on Dirty Dancing. It was fantastic. Oh, no, wow. it's it's a it's a drama. It that is. sister is funny. You can hide in and hula and That's funny. Yeah, I haven't seen this. <laughs> away, away. That girl. The point okay. is this. The point is this. The point is this. It's, it's it time for New Year's. And this douchebag, I don't care if they're going to kiss or not. Who walks away when it's like eleven fifty nine? I got a take thing, thing to do. Well, they got in a fight because she's like, nobody drops a baby on her head. And he's like, I don't have to take this. He's like, well, <laughs> you dropped her. So then he was a stupid Again, it's a great yeah, movie a line. Fight. Let's change it and make it better. Yeah. Nobody nobody drops a baby on her Urkel. <laughs> <laughs> and I do that for you. <laughs> so he leaves all mad and then comes back for some reason right after um, – Right after the countdown, and so and now everyone's they're like, making oh. out. Yeah, and they're like, said, oh, we, we're mad because I'm naked and covered in wine, and I'm mad because she got mad at me for dropping her on the floor in front of people. Um, yeah, so. and she has like FOMO, you know. So she's so she's also kind of annoying because she's not being honest with herself or yeah. us, which That's I don't when like. I went, I was was like, you don't, you don't, didn't want this. You, <laughs> it's too early in the movie for you to have a change of heart. I mean, it yeah. really is so much a good message for women to say women you should doubt yourself not trust your instincts and um, always feel insecure in your decisions and go out with people who say you're ugly yeah. so y'all this is definitely something to watch with your daughter your nieces yeah girl power girl power not so uh, he like, drops her home and he's like yeah. well tonight didn't suck i actually had a fairly <laughs> decent time which actually felt like a very authentic thing that someone like him would say mm-hmm. yeah um and he's like how about valentine's day and she's like ew no blah. <laughs> she's like and, i might have a chance to hook up with somebody but then i was like not with that not with that so you sour do want to be with someone yeah like, now she's looking again i guess i don't know so um, now, now we're like in February. It's Valentine's Day, and they're in yeah. some sort of like chocolate store. They're like, so so she's there. Um, she's there. Sloane is there with her sister again. Um, this family and, does fucking too much together. Yeah, but they're like, it's like her. What's her sister's name again? It's like uh-huh. Amy. It's probably like Lily or something. Lily. And then Liz, the like future, future sister-in-law. And yes. they're like sitting at a table in the chocolatier. I'm like, why are they at a table in like a store? Why is there a table there? It does yeah. like a ladies' date. It does. I thought seem... they were looking at um bridal invitations or something yeah, for they were her. Like cards or something. Yeah, right? that's what I thought they were looking at invitations for her wedding. Yeah, oh, so they're looking okay. over those because one of the, you know it's Valentine's Day and someone's getting married. They have to make yeah. it as miserable for yes. Her. I only know that because I've unfortunately I've always get chosen to be the the gay turn of honor to be a best man at somebody's fucking wedding. Oh, I'm sorry. You've done so, that so many times. Done a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so she's gonna she, like they're like, are you gonna go go out with someone on Valentine's Day? Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, um, no, I'm going to like go home and drink wine and eat chocolate and watch porn on Valentine's Day. Um, which is funny because just before she was saying she was hoping that she wouldn't be in that situation, but fine. Um, I'm happy being single. That's what, and again, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yay yeah. women. Yeah. And then, and then, like, well, what about the mall guy? And she's like, ew, he can't even speak English. He says khaki, like khaki, <laughs> like cockamamie. That's Ugh, such a asshole. weird line. He can't even speak English. It's it I'm sounds like, like it sounds like something like uh like someone would scream at like a like a like some kind is. of white power rally. <laughs> yeah, it's like you he's so handsome and has like an Australian a hot Australian accent and his like yeah, a professional athlete. Ew. Yeah, ew. English Dundee. Also, she says he can't even speak English, but she was just in love with a French guy. <laughs> you just blew a hole in the movie. You just, <laughs> Ronnie just ruined the movie. Maybe it's a 
I don't know, Poodle. You, use your gift. Does he, does he have BDF? Which one? Uh, highlights. Uh, you know, Poodle has a gift. He can tell. It's, what is it's, it? Big dick. Big dick. Enemy. Big it's dick. Pretty, uh, it's face. So you can see it in the face. It's big all. Face. Yeah, but um, it's it's pretty substantial. I think. So maybe think that's so. why she's holding on yeah. to it. I don't know. I mean, he's well, made it. He's made it onto Netflix. I would assume it's pretty decent sized. Yeah. <laughs> I looked him up, and he hasn't really been in that much. No. Shocker. Um, yeah. Shocker. I've but he's highlight. handsome. I think he'll be in more stuff. He was really he's very handsome. handsome. He, he's very handsome. He definitely showed he could be funny, though, he, and he can he can deliver dialogue. <laughs> you know what? I actually want to – they seemed – I sometimes feel like he was like her uncle because he didn't look yeah. like – but I just feel like she looked so young, and he doesn't look old. He looks – you know, he's, it definitely, is he's definitely some heavy cream that you need to turn into some like gratin before it goes <laughs> back. Like yeah, he's yeah. Like right at that stage. Yes. Yeah. It's, his eyes, especially the eyes with the yeah. crinkly eyes were. It's funny because the entire time I was thinking it was Bryce Dallas Howard, and I'm like, why? <laughs> how are they making her play so young when she like literally ran Jurassic Park? Like, she was like, she was like the administrator of a of an amusement park in one movie, and now she's just like this young little something. So this makes a lot more sense to me. I love that you just went with it. No, I'm not even joking. I literally had that thought. Like, I was like, how is it that she's like running at a, like a, a dangerous amusement park? And then in this movie, she like can barely operate Zoom. Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 